Bulimia sucks, but you don't, and here's why. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson Hall will teach you how to begin breaking through the multitude of thoughts, feelings, triggers, and urges to empower yourself to change your painful behaviors completely. You will hear proven strategies and solutions to help you in your recovery, including real interviews with real people. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calm this. Check it out now on Amazon. And now... Another episode of Bulimia Sucks, the podcast. Show up if you can't. <laughs> oh, hello and welcome to Bulimia Sucks. So my name is Kate Hudson Hall and thank you so much for listening. Now, if you don't know, this podcast is for real stories from people who are suffering or maybe have suffered an eating disorder, any sort of eating disorder. Now, today we've got a very exciting podcast for you. So first of all, we are joined by Leslie Lindsay Davis. Now, Leslie has been has joined us before in episode 35, and she is the author of 11 maybe more, 12 books, maybe. We'll find out in a minute. And one of her books is called You Can't Eat Love. And it's about how learning to love yourself can change your relationship with food. And in her book, she shows you how she's learned to love herself, what she's learned, and how you too can learn to love yourself and change your relationship with food, which is very important for many of us. So Leslie wrote this self-help book because of her past experiences and how she finally learned to change her relationship with food and lose almost 100 pounds. Unbelievable. And amazing achievement. But about the book, be warned, because this is not another boring diet book that you have read before. This book is about love. So we are going to be talking about emotional eating patterns and emotional triggers. But then also we have a very something very exciting that we're announcing today. And that is about our freedom retreat in Greece. Oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. So. Continue to listen so you can find out the details about our retreat in Greece. So welcome, Leslie. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, hello, Kate. It's always a pleasure to get to talk to you. Uh, I feel as if it's more of a conversation than a, a podcast. So we are simply inviting everyone in to join in our conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a subject that is very close to both our hearts. And, oh, yes. Yeah. And um, I think with, uh, with our past experiences, but then also our knowledge of, um, of working with clients, that we, you know, we can help others. And hence, that's why um, I've invited you on the podcast many times, because I think you're a great asset to believe in oh, well, the podcast. So thank you. So with your eating patterns, um, what what brought you to that that moment when you decided, okay, I really need to do something about my weight and start to address um, how I feel about myself? And how did you start on that path to learn to love yourself? 
Well, like so many people, uh, I hit one of those moments where I realized I could either keep going the way that I was going or I could do something different. And I made a decision in that moment to be to become the be best version of myself so I could live my best life. And I decided that I was going to get healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally. Now, what I did not understand is that I would discover the connection between my emotions and my eating. So you and had no idea when you started on this pathway, this recovery pathway, no idea. And I was exactly the same as well. I had no idea what a feeling was when I was younger, when I had bulimia. Absolutely no, no idea. And then no. when I started to kind of tune into those, it was really scary. But then I, that was a real key to, for me to be able to start to understand myself, love myself and make the changes I needed to make. Well, and I tell people that the only reason that I discovered that my emotions were linked to my eating is I was tracking what I was eating. Because, you know, you're told you need to track what you're eating so that you're aware of what you're eating. And I was, one day I was making this long list, you know, that included almost an entire package of Oreo cookies. And a thought in my head went, what was going on that you ate that whole package of Oreo cookies when you weren't hungry? And that was the light bulb moment when I suddenly realized I had more feelings. And as you said, they were scary. I had more emotions. I had more feelings than just angry and sad because those were the only two emotions that I had up until that point in time. Um, now, for clarification. The two that you recognized. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> those were the two I recognized. So I had to learn to name the other emotions and then to give myself permission to experience the emotion. But it was giving myself that permission to experience whatever it was that I was feeling and not assigning good or bad to that feeling. It just was. That was what started releasing that um, control that, that I had given food because I was releasing my emotions through consuming way too much food because shame was easier to deal with than sad or jealousy or grief. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people with an eating disorder, well, you know, from my experience, having the restricting um, and then also the binging and purging, you know, that's such a, you know, it, it, for people and the, the shame and the guilt of that side of it, and for people that don't have an eating disorder, it's really difficult for them to understand why would you want to make yourself sick, go and eat loads of food and make yourself sick. Why would you want to do that? They don't understand it. But it's the same, you know, in any sort of disordered eating, that that is your way of dealing with your feelings. But 100%, because I came to understand shame and I were really, really good friends. And so were guilt and I, and they were comfortable because I knew what to do with them. It was the rest of the stuff that was scary. And now I'm on a mission to help other people become friends with their emotions and as a consequence of my journey i discovered my what i call my very best friend in the whole wide world which is me but by becoming acquainted with our emotions and gathering the tools to 
sit in our feelings and to recognize you're not alone and you're not weird, uh, that is so liberating, so liberating. And the work that you do by bringing something that is so secretive and so hidden out into the light and allowing people to have honest conversations about it, that is really liberating. And so I'm very, very grateful for the work that you do. Thank you, Leslie. And I think it's there are so many different reasons why we would behave in such a way, reaching out for food when we're not hungry for it to help to, you know, to deal with our feelings. And that, you know, that could be, you know, from um, maybe um, a learned behavior, maybe a parent had a some sort of disordered eating or it could just just small little things from when you're younger, because that's when the real imprint is take takes place in the behaviors that you have when you're an adult. Um, for example, if somebody were, you know, if you had a parent that always said to you, you must eat everything on your plate. Well, for my clients, that's huge, huge problem because, you know, they, they automatically when they're eating their food, they think of unconsciously or consciously hear that voice. Oh, you've got to eat everything on your plate. And therefore it can stem into, you know, into the wrong behaviors around eating because we're not actually when we're eating we should be tuning into our bodies and how we're feeling and then stop eating when we are not hungry or we get that full feeling that moderately full feeling so well, it's very yeah there are so many different reasons and and the you know the the voices from our past are actually way more powerful than we recognize until we start diving into what is really and truly going on. Now, in my own family, the only person who struggles with their weight is me. My children do not. And one of the things that I did with them was teach them or allow them, actually, when they were satisfied, they were satisfied. And I didn't say you need to clean your plate or anything like that, because I recognized for me that was a, a compulsion and that was not a good thing. Um, my husband will sometimes say, well, you know, they're starving children. I said, well, you know what, that's fine. You take that food, you put it in a box and you ship it to those starving children. I have yet to meet anybody who has done that. Uh, but to, to be able to tune into our bodies, but more importantly, part of what I talk about is who is that voice that you're hearing in your head? Whose voice is it? And let's start identifying that voice and let's start figuring out why they have that kind of power that you, you know, either overeat or you binge and purge or you do, you know, what I did was sneak eat. Um, it was a lot of sneak eating. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Um, and I think what's interesting as well is that our brains, you know, it has a system that makes us feel good every time we eat. So that is also difficult in itself to navigate our way through that, because if we are not feeling very happy, we have something to eat and then thinking that that's going to make ourselves feel better. And then we'll have some more to eat and then more. And then it just goes around in a vicious cycle. So um, there are many, many different avenues to begin to change our relationship with food. So let's, uh, Leslie, move on to our freedom retreat. So I'll, I'll just tell you briefly what it is. It's very exciting. So on October the 1st, 2024, we are holding a retreat. It's for one week and it is going to be in a little tiny island called Antiparos, which is in Greece. Oh my gosh, it's going to be spectacular. 
and we will be teaching you um, and helping you to start to unravel this, these difficult thoughts and feelings connected with food and your behaviors and starting to for you to begin to really understand those. And then by the end of the week, we want you to have the tools to be able to really take control and start to make these good, positive changes around food. And in order to do that, we're going to teach you many different techniques. And we're going to teach there's going to be a very small, select group of people and maybe like six to eight people. And we are going to have one, Leslie and I are going to have one-to-one sessions with you. And then we're going to do group work. We're going to teach, do a lot of mindfulness. We're going to teach, I'm going to teach you many different techniques to help you to be able to break those difficult patterns, easy techniques that you can take away with you. So we're very excited, aren't we, Leslie? Oh, we are. We are. And the beauty of doing this in a, in this environment where it's going to be that's it. It's just going to be us and no other people in the hotel. It's just going to be us is that you will be able to detach yourself from the rest of the world, which is going to reduce some of your triggers that you might have. But you're going to really be able to start immersing yourself so that your brain can start learning a new way to think and a new way to act so that by the time you leave, that we, you know, wave goodbye, uh, we hug and all that stuff as everybody boards their respective planes, you will feel confident, confident that you can return to your home and you have the tools and the tips and the techniques to really start living the life that you choose to live. Now, that doesn't mean that once we put you on the plane and we wave a fond farewell that you are left alone. No, we will be continuing to offer some degree of support, you know, outside of that that uh, experience. But just know that spending seven days doing nothing but focusing on you and your feelings and all of the stuff that goes into it and learning the tips and the techniques that Kate will be teaching and the crazy stuff that I will be teaching you about how to become friends with your emotions, you will leave confident that yes, you can begin to live the life that you deserve. Now, this is called the freedom retreat. And I want you to visualize the word. It's free. The last E is capitalized. And then the D of dumb is capitalized. So we're hiding inside of that word that we are freeing you from an eating disorder. So we do hope that you join us. And as Kate said, it's limited to a select group of people no more than six to eight. Those are the only people that are going to be in the hotel. The menu is going to be very special and spectacular. Everything is included. Uh, we'll be doing some you know, fun little day retreat type of things. But a Greek island at the beginning of October, it doesn't get much more magical than that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think because it's such a small select group of people um, and it'll just be us in the hotel, it's going to be very safe and secure in order for you to be able to feel comfortable to open up about your feelings. So and and the hotel is right on the beach. Oh, yes, it's absolutely gorgeous with beautiful crystal clear water. And so we're going to we're going to 
absorb all of this in our work that we do. So like I said, I'm going to teach you, we're going to talk about mindfulness and practice mindfulness, but we're also going to do other therapies. I'm going to teach you like the tapping therapy, the emotional freedom technique, which is a fantastic technique to be able to use, to be able to calm yourself in a difficult situation, work through your difficult feelings connected with food. And um, all the way through many other therapies and all the way through to self-hypnosis to be able to help you to get your mind into a much, much um, more positive, calmer place. It, because the motivation is really important in, in staying motivated when you're, you know, when you're trying to work through your difficulties. So we'll be talking a lot about motivation as well. So it would be great if you would like to come and join us it's all very exciting. So if you are interested, then if you email me um, at katehudsonhall at gmail, then I can send you the details about our one-week retreat. So, well, I look forward to maybe seeing you there. And thank you, Leslie, so much for joining us. Yes, Kate, and I can't wait to see you in Greece. It's going to be spectacular, so come and join us. Bulimia sucks but you don't. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools and tips to calmness. Check it out now on Amazon. 